Welcome to the American Football Show, powered by EP Sports. EP Sports are the top supplier in the UK for all of your American football needs. Go and check them out at epsports.co.uk. As you can tell uh, by the fact Adam is not speaking, uh, Adam isn't here today, nor is Tim. It's just me and Craig. Uh, Craig, I was actually just thinking when I was saying that, I don't know if we've ever done an episode, just us two. You know what, mate? I'm, I don't think we have. <laughs> no. This is this is like the it's, missing it's a, combination. Yeah, after what three years is it now? This is task, <laughs> yeah. task first. Yeah, it's a task first. So, yeah, everyone watching and listening, you're witnessing a moment in history yeah. here. We're more more the more the tech side. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah we're, we're behind the scenes, really. Yeah, but no, it's it, it's nice to uh yeah nice to sp- spice it up a little bit. Um, as you know, we this is our first episode in a couple of weeks. Uh, we decided to take a bye week last week because a lot of the teams did. And apologies that this is coming out quite late this week. Uh, as we've mentioned many times before, we this isn't our full-time job. <laughs> we, we do have other, other commitments in life. So sadly, we're not always able to be free every single night. But yeah, just grateful that we managed to, to find a bit of time to do this. A lot of ha- has happened in the ELF since we last spoke. Uh, so we're just going to cover some of the, the sort of main news. Uh, Craig, the first one being that the surge... Uh, their former head coach, Hanselman, uh, resigned at some point last week after they lost to the Panthers. Something that I think some people would argue is long overdue uh, yeah. because it's been over a year since they last won a game. Yeah, uh, There's been players leaving, saying they're not happy with the system and how, how the franchise is being run. And it's, you know, ownership has, has just come and so, sort of, as I say, maybe maybe too late. Maybe they saw something in him that the fans and other sort of analysts didn't see. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big move and it, it's a big change for the search to see what direction they're going to go in for now. Yeah, I mean, it's they, they struggled a lot last season and then they needed to, obviously it was under different circumstances and people expected better things from them. And then this season, we were looking for that to improve and it never really did. It sort of continued to sort of spiral and they do need that sort of big change. And it's tough because there's only so much change that you can do. Um, but I can't say I'm surprised. Um, I've seen this coming and I think a lot of people did. And I think hopefully when they do get a fresh person in, they can sort of come in, put their stamp on it, get a good group of guys together and a good culture going and really start to sort of get the foundation in place that that, that team really sort of needs at the ground level to start to build. For sure, and that's the thing. The, the surge, one of those, one of the teams that we have in the ELF that do have a very good structure. Like they've got good like youths kind of system of players coming through. They've got a nice stadium. One of their co-owners is an NFL player, so they've they've got that. Their stadium's lovely. I think it's I think it's well, possible. One thing favorite. I remember I picked up on last year when we were talking to a lot of the players was Stuttgart is supposed to have a good catchment area in terms mm-hmm. of players that they can bring in. There's like universities and stuff like that around there that have got some good teams, some of them are saying. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think once that foundation's in place and these do get a little bit of success, it might start to pull pull people in. Yeah, and I, I'm interested to see what would happen. I know a couple of players left due to, well, the, I think the head coach was a big part of it. You know, our friend David Mater, I, I don't know, you know, there's a possibility that people like him could make a return at some point. It would be nice to see because 
you know, players like David are few and far between in the ELF and it would be good to see him suit up again. But I'm just purely spec- speculating on that one. Uh, not too sure. But yeah, big changes for the surge. They need it because it's not worked. They've come close a couple of times to finding wins this season, but unfortunately they've just not had that cutting edge. So it will, we hopefully we'll see a brand new look team next week and yeah, it'll be interesting. I know they've got a tough game next week, but uh, hopefully from there on out, possibly things will change. In other news, so the Ryan Fire, first of all, they signed Jadrian Clark as Matt Adams' start for the season. That isn't the only move they've made. Uh, we'll go on to some of those a bit later. But, Craig, Jadrian, our first ever ELF baller, first person we spoke to uh, that we didn't already have connections with from the ELF, real friend of the pod, uh, yeah. someone that Tim, I know Adam and Tim have both met him. Tim's met him a couple times. It's, I think, with with Jadrian last year, I don't think he did as well as he wanted to at Hamburg. No. So a lot of people questioned this move. People may be asking, you know, were there their better suited players? But from a selfish point of view, for me and I know for for us, it's, it's quite nice to see Jadrian back in and playing in Europe, sort of where he's happy. I was really happy for him. Like when I seen the news, the news broke where he was going, um, and we were all buzzing for him. Um, I really do hope the best for him I know his result when we go into it in a bit didn't yeah. didn't go his way this week but he you know he still look good he looked like he can sort of feel that pressure and stuff really well and um you know that get his game is still there um so hopefully he can just start to build on that and he's got a good team around a good head coach um yeah so I'd keep an eye on the fire yeah definitely and yeah of course his first game back was against Hamburg if he was ever going to come back it's just written that that was going to happen and they made a lot of other changes on Monday of this week. Uh, Craig, I don't know if you had the, the full list of, of what had gone on there. Uh, yeah, so they replaced the Olam and Dalbeck, um, both of their kickers, Schumacher and Van Santen. They're also their kicker coach, the running back coach, QB coach, and both their D-line coaches. So the clear announced in terms of coaches, they weren't happy there. Um, and they also dropped their Agamon. Yeah, big changes. <sighs> I, I, you know, things go on behind the scenes. The fire started absolutely brilliantly. You know, they went three and zero, and then things have kind of they've, they've they've derailed a little bit. What they were really good at the beginning of the season, being disciplined and just yeah. well coached, it's kind of started falling apart. And that seemed to be the glue. I, I tell you what, the biggest one that surprised me there, I'm, I'm sure fire fans may have may have a better insight than me, but Schumacher, I know he hasn't been entirely consistent, but he's been hitting massive kicks. I, I, you know, he's one of those players that I always look out for, but they they clearly want to make a lot of changes. You know, Tom Sula knows what he's doing. I, yeah. I'm not going to question an NFL caliber coach. He clearly feels that these changes need to be made. And yeah. I think the fire can see, I, th- I think it's two things. I think they're annoyed at the fact they're slipping away when they're in a decent position to start with. But also, I think they're looking over at Barcelona, thinking, "Hold on, if they're get if they're getting a little wobbly here, we've got a chance to to push on and make the playoffs because the South is, you know, by no means over as it stands. So if they're just going to twist, they think, why not? Like, what have we got to lose? Yeah, definitely. I think with Hamburg are also looking more on the up. I'd say they look really consistent. That running game of theirs is like. It's really tough to stop. Um, mm. The old lines really does really really well too. And it's like 
really just sort of like an unstoppable force of nature at the minute. No one can seem to bring them down. And then it's the showing that they can scatter the ball around and throw the ball around and spread it around. So like it's pick your poison. If you want to stack the box to try and stop that big run game, then they've got guys like Gene Constant and other people on there who can run out there and, and can more than, you know, more than easily ban you themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough. Um, that is true. Making making changes at the end of that game is tough because it's such a difficult opponent. But yeah, I, 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 I was interested to see what the fire do because I think if anyone's going to make wild sky changes and kind of not see too much change, it's the fire just because of that coach, the coaches that they do have. I know they got rid of five, but they got a, a great head coach and hopefully he'll be able to sort of settle that ship there. They're good. They've got like their defense is really good. They're taking the ball away as well. They're good at like, recovering fumbles. They're good at getting interceptions. So it keeps their offense on. It keeps your offense on the field. And you just with that run game, you just wear defenses down, mm. wear teams down, and you control the clock. Then so it's it's tough to. It's not the, like sometimes it's not the best football to watch. But yeah, it's it's really effective in terms of being able to just control the game. For sure, for sure, and and moving on to kind of towards the the other end of the league uh the rams the lot from the last time we spoke this was done last week and it did make a difference <laughs> uh the rams got let go of jared stegman uh which was a shame for jared really you know he's come all the way over from australia and i don't know if you saw any of his youtube uh stuff that he did craig but he's great entertaining guy just your classic aussie yeah so it's a shame the, the rams have made well scale changes and they brought in Isaiah green uh, who is an exciting, exciting QB? Didn't didn't know too much about him when he came over, but as we'll get into in a second, uh, in the game that he played the weekend, he's one of those players that just loves to run. A lot of QB design runs, and yeah. I think we can all get behind watching a player. As you watch Lamar Jackson every single year, I'm sure you can get behind a player like that. <laughs> it makes you nervous as a fan to watch, like because it's entertaining as it is to watch. All it takes is that one, that one hit. You know, once soon as he talks and runs, he's fair game. Um, which is not something that you particularly want for your QB. Exactly, yeah. But as I say, fun, fun for the rest of us. <laughs> and I think that's, yeah, if you're pleasing the neutral, then happy days, eyes are on the screen. Uh, so, yeah, but that was the news. I know a lot of things have happened, uh, but in, if we went over everything in the last two weeks, we'd be here for a, for a long while. So we're just going to go and look over some of the games. Say so it's the last two two weeks of games, so... I'm sure some of you probably kind of remember what happened in week seven uh, when six teams played. So we're just going to go over briefly. Craig, the first one, uh, we had the Thunder went and beat the Kings uh, 33 to 22 in a game that was kind of dubbed as whoever loses the season is done. The Kings were kind of that way, but you felt if the, if the Thunder were to lose, their season could be in a bit of jeopardy as well. But they managed to to come back after a bit of a scare and and take the win and look pretty pretty good at it. It was a good competitive game. So, like, I think the Thunder were 20, 21-9, 21-10 up at the half. Mm. Um, and it looked like the Thunder were starting to sort of run away with it a little bit. Um, but then I think it was by late in the third, the Kings really came back and it was like it was one point in it at one point. It was like 20, 22, 21, it something was, like that. Yes. Um, yeah, so they really came back. It was just unfortunate that they... I think they scored another two touchdowns after that. But like did, you know, they did sort of really come back and keep it close and um they just sort of fell away from them in the end. But they've definitely shown that there's um there's some hope there that they can um they can fight and sort of come back and they still have it in them to um really go at teams. 
Mm, for sure. And for the Kings as well, Connor Miller looked decent. Him and Shontavious Jones had that, yeah. that link up, which was nice. And I'm sure Shontavious enjoyed getting a touchdown or two against his old uh, his old team there, which was which is always good fun to see when you have a little revenge game, even though I'm sure there's no blood bud uh, between no, them at well, all. I mean, nothing against Kings fans or the Kings team, but he was a team that I really sort of struggled to get excited about this year kind of get behind like I know a couple of times I got a bit of flack from you guys for putting them a bit too low <laughs> on the table and stuff but genuinely from what I've seen in this game the um they started to change my mind on that a little bit there's just like a feistiness to them I think um mm. that I quite I've seen a bit more than this than I have in other games well they've got so many big players on defense I think that's why personally that's why I was always kind of behind them and thought they could do something but it's that yeah it's the offense that has let them down even though they've got really good pieces it's, it's just the O-line or hasn't really bought the QBs as much time as as you would like. But, you know, that's somewhere to identify. They've got other good pieces. Sometimes you just need to be playing competitive games to realise what you need to improve and take on the chin and realise, cool, we're not at that place yet to go to go to the playoffs. Let's learn from this year and move on to the next. Yeah. Sometimes you want to throw your eggs in all in one basket and and just kind of go for it this season. But sometimes it's just not how it falls. Uh, but uh, the Kings will be back. They're, they're two and five. I, I don't I don't know if they're a two and five. It's just one of those where you just, we still don't really know much about the Kings. But the Thunder, you know, up to four and three, they're, they're in a good position there. They, they, you know, they're level. We'll get into it later on, but they're, they're now level with the Raiders yeah. and the Galaxy. So Kyle, Kyle Kitchens, another yeah, he left baller. He's like sack leader at the minute by mm-hmm. like a few sacks or something, isn't he? Like, exactly. um, he's having a quite another another cracking season. Exactly. The Thunder, the Thunder are warming up, and they've got. I think they've got a fairly nice, uh, nice run in as well. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes. But they're definitely a, a team to keep an eye on. Uh, the next game uh, was the Galaxy beating the Centurions forty six to fourteen. No surprises here. The Galaxy batter the Centurions every time they play them. I think the combined score over four games is it's something like 200 and something points to about, I don't even know, like 40. It's uh, it's pretty heavy, this game. Yeah, um, I can't say I was that surprised. It was a pretty comfortable win for them. Um, I maybe expected it to be a little bit more competitive, um, but... I mean, it is what it is. The Centurions seem to be really struggling at the moment. The the Galaxy seem to, you know, be improving. And as the season goes on, seem to be sort of figuring things out a bit more. Um, Well-coached side. Yeah, sort of when, I guess, it went out, everyone would expect it to go. Yeah, there's, there's not really much else to say. This is the Centurions we've seen for the last, I wouldn't say the last five weeks, but they're on a five-game losing streak. Against the Dragons, they were good. But the last four weeks, they've just not shown any, they've not shown anything to be excited on. Uh, it's a shame because they, they started out looking quite strong. Um, yeah. And then I don't know what's happened, but they've just sort of hit this hit this slump. Mm, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is if people worked out with the offense. It, it's, it's a really nice matchup, though, for the Galaxy. So it's one of those. And the Galaxy have beaten them twice in that five-game losing streak. So... You can take that into some kind. Of, it's not an excuse, yeah. But but there is that there. Uh, but you know, Centurions. I, I can't see them winning another game. I know. I believe they play the Rams again, uh, which is going to be 
could be a close one. I, I re- it was close game in the opening of, of beginning of the season. Yeah, Rams are probably better now, and the Centurions are a lot worse than they were at that get that first game. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but Centurions, it's it's not looking good, sadly for for oh. their fans. And the final game in Week Seven uh, was the Panthers and the Surge. Uh, the Panthers winning thirty four to nothing. <sighs> this was one of those, and what I I take quite a. <laughs> Tim was telling me that this is going to be the Surge's first win and he wasn't alone. There were a lot of people and yeah, it couldn't have gone <laughs> more the opposite way. I shouldn't really be laughing. A team not scoring a point is never nice to see, <laughs> but they just, they just really did not turn up. No. Um, I mean, don't get me that. I've always been a bit of a fan of the Panthers. I was a big fan of them last year. I think mm. they were the team that got got me the most excited to watch last year um this year they've not looked quite the same um as they did last season but they're still they're an unpredictable side um yeah i think i don't know i don't putting up a, a goose egg it's never good for any side you know you expect them to at least score some points um granted the defense on the panthers you know um, particularly that 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 like sort of front line that they've got is good, mm. um, but yeah, I th- like you know we were talking a little bit earlier. Like I think the surge, um, they've got a lot to do there. Yeah, th- I tell you what, the the Panthers are extremely strong at home, and I yeah. think that also plays a part. Not many teams go to Rotslab and get a result. That that's kind of why I I back the Panthers on this one purely because they're at home. If it was in Stuttgart, maybe there might be something else, but. I don't. There's just something about that place, that nice big stadium, and the Panthers just seem like really comfortable there. I, I don't. I don't really go against them any time that they're that they're playing at home. They're a well-established club. They've been there for a number of years before they came into the ELF. Um, obviously, they had success last season, which has helped them sort of have that growth compared to some of the newer sides that have have come in this year. Um, but yeah, they're a good side. They seem well coached. I know um, the last time they played the. Uh, Secondary on defense got sort of picked apart a little bit, but they do have they do have a good side. Um, and you know, like you said, it's going up against Stuttgart, who are going through some troubles at the moment. So I don't want to big them up too much. Um, or yeah. put the put the sage down too much because the Panthers are a good side. Um, but the Panthers do definitely need to sort of, like I said, sort of start to pick themselves up and really build and and maybe start afresh and get that foundation in. And the Panthers can hopefully use this as a stepping stone to sort of make a a late push at the back end of the season and finish strong. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, we'll see what happens in the in the last few games. Moving on to week eight, the biggest upset in ELF history. I was just trying to think. Then year <laughs> one was there. As big of an upset, I don't think there was. But you know, since so in Istanbul, not like not in week seven, but in week six, the Sea Devils went in a team that the Dragons have beaten this season. The Sea Devils went in and won seventy to nothing. So we're all sitting here. I think fantasy Zach Edwards quarterback, Carl Sweet a wide receiver. We're thinking right, there's going to be another at least fifty points for the Dragons. Could not have gone more different to that. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, I didn't watch this game live. I had to watch the highlights. But I kept checking the ELF app. And the ELF app has had some issues. I thought it was broken. And that's not even like a... Like just one of <laughs> I actually thought it was broken. I had to keep watching the live stream to make sure that it was that it was right to see the Rams winning. And yeah, they, they were emphatic for them. It's huge, really, because... 
we really got a lot of talk after their last loss. People say, oh, come on, why is Istanbul in this tournament? Yada, yada, yada. But they needed this. Those people that have gone to those games and watched them getting battered needed this. Yeah. And hopefully it kickstarts something. I, I, Barcelona, I think it was an off day, really. I think that's the only only kind of way I can ex- I can excuse it, really. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned about the fans, like that stadium was dead. There was yeah. like there was literally a handful of people in there. Um, so for the fact that this away, uh, this home team has come in to an empty stadium and managed to sort of knock out the number two seed, um, it was something else. Like you said, that Barcelona went on their day. The, the, there was a lot of bad snaps in that game, which mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think helped them out a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They just didn't seem to get clicking um, the Dragons at all. No, especially in the red zone. It was, I thought, but I thought Istanbul really showed up. I thought that defence was, yeah. Yeah. was really solid. It stopped them from really doing, you mentioned the yeah, other dodgy snaps did, did play an effect. But uh, yeah, I thought the Istanbul defence was brilliant and it's, I'm really happy for Zachary Blair. He went and sort of made a jump uh, this season to go and be the face of that franchise and it's been tough. Yeah. And where a lot of people have been released, uh, by their own decisions, where the, the team has, he's stayed and he's trained and he's turned up every single week. He's a true professional, yeah. and it's just, and you could tell at the end of the game how much he meant for him for them to yeah. win that. You know that he's given it all this year, and yeah, it's little moments like that in the ELF which are always nice to see. You've got to respect that, and you've got to think maybe people jump in shape and everything else, right? You know, rather than spiraling, the people that have stayed and the people that have stepped in. Um, it, if anything, they've reacted the other way and they've saw it as an opportunity to step up um, mm. and like a, as a wake-up call um, and the you know the, the fresh faces and stuff that they've brought in, the changes and stuff that they've made, it's all positive. And if anything, for the likes of the Sage um, and people like that, it, it should give them hope um, that they can that they can turn things around and just like, you know, the, just that little change in mentality and little tweaks and stuff here and there. Um, and, you know, the, it, it just, oh, you, need, you know, it could be the kick up the arse they need. Yeah, and people were questioning the competitiveness of this league and I think that just shows anyone can beat anyone on their day. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, that's the good thing. Well, I know we, we are quite a pro-Dragons podcast, so I think, I know Adam, <laughs> well, I, think, I think it's, I think yeah, it's, it's mainly because Adam. It's Adam. <laughs> well, yeah. But it's uh, a shame it that it happened to yeah. them. But they're yeah. a fun team to watch. They are a very fun team to watch. Um, I don't know. They just didn't. Like I said, they just, just didn't get clicking on the day. I don't know what happened there. It was just a bit, like you said, it was just an off day. Yeah, I, I, I think that's all we could. But it's two losses in a row, and now but they've that, let the fire into the to the race. That's that's not taking anything away from the Rams at all. Like, no. That you know, saying that the Dragons had an off day, that's not on taking anything away from them. Though they played a good game. They, they fought to the end and they, do, they, they deserve the win. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As I say, yeah, great to see, really. You you want to make sure that every team gets a, at least a win. On Sorry, the Zach, if, you, if you're watching. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know you watch from time to time. Sorry, Zach, but it's just, you know, I'm sure you'd be the face of me. It was just a, a bad day at the office. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, again, we kind of we kind of touched on earlier. Uh, we had the Sea Devils uh, up against the Ren Fire. And winning forty to sixteen, uh, yeah, this game, we, there was a possibility it could be or could have been closer, uh, but it it really wasn't in the end. 
No, like I said before, that run game is just unstoppable at the moment. Tung is just running all over everyone. That old line's really sort of dominating up front. You've got like a big, heavy, strong line. Um, and then it's pick your poison. So if you decide to stack the box, they've got plenty of good receivers to throw to. Um, the defense is good at just taking the ball away. You know, they usually get a couple of interceptions, recoveries, and stuff a game. Um, yeah, it was it was a struggle for them. Jadrian, it was nice to see him back. Amari Williams had a really good kick return. That one thing I do remember from from the bits of that game I did see, he had a pretty big um, kick off return. It was that was nice yeah. to see. Always fun to watch. I do love a special teams touchdown. Yeah, Williams has been their best player this year. I think he's brilliant. He's so so good. It's just nice to see him. Yeah, nice to see him playing well as he has done. I, I don't, I can't remember him having a poor game at all. Uh, say I tell you what though, he's starting to sort of get into his groove a bit. He's throwing the ball a bit more. His accuracy is getting better. Look, he's not putting up massive numbers. He doesn't need to. Uh, just to make the point that Glenn did look hurt at the end of this game, uh, which isn't a good sign. We want the best players in the league to be fully fit and rearing. I don't know what the extent of that injury picked up. I don't know if it was just a knock and he's fine after two days. Not too sure. I haven't heard anything yet, but the fact we haven't heard anything is probably a good sign. Yeah, it's been getting a lot of carries a game. Um, but it, I mean, he's, he's when he, you know he's been like sort of Derek Henry esque, I guess. Yeah. Um, where he is just running through trucking people, people can't bring him down, and his his yards are. I don't have them in front of me, but it's, I know his yards are something crazy at the moment. Oh yeah, he's he's so far. Ahead of it's it's else. good to see because I know last year he, he had some problems with injury and stuff, and um. I know yeah. he was he was really eager to sort of get stuck in and get into the league from the plays and stuff we'd we'd spoke to him personally. He was really eager to get going and yeah. it's nice to see him come in and just make that like an immediate impact. For sure. It just shows that there's you know, it's one of those in the first season, I am sure there are some in the second season that don't play in the ELF but play in Europe. And there are a lot of more there's a lot more talent out there to still yeah. come in. That's it's always uh, optimistic when when you see players like him. Um, and then the final game, which was probably the biggest game out of all of these, actually, you know, definitely was the Austrian derby. Uh, you had the Raiders going to the Vikings. A lot of talk about this game. Uh, me, like many others, had the Raiders. We, we kind of predicted them to win this purely because they seem to have turned a corner since these two teams first played. However, <laughs> the scoreline was even more in the Vikings' favour. The Vikings... Look, they're the standout number one team. Uh, it's going to take a lot. They're, they're on at the moment. They're on their way to a perfect season. If they get there, who knows? Uh, but there's, I've, I've really struggled to see who can beat them. It's it's a real yeah. thing. But I know Barcelona came close. I thought the Raiders might. Frankfurt on the day could. Uh, and Hamburg as well. I think are the only real teams that can come close. But yeah, the, the Vikings are just a different different level. Yeah, they're really consistent. They're really efficient. Um, Booyah had a really great game. Um, Fry just missed out on another big touchdown. You know, the Vikings were up twenty nine to seven at the half. Um, you know, fair play to the to the Raiders. They they did rally up. They did come back at them in the second half. Um, they started much better. I think it was Shelton got the interception and then Sean Shelton came on and like it was really confusing. Shelton and Shelton on both sides <laughs> yeah. of the ball. It was one of them. Um, but yeah, and then Sean come out and he was looking like he was being more, you know, having more luck, moving the chains and um, the offense started to get going a little bit more. But 
yeah, it just wasn't as competitive as I'd, I'd hope it was. The Vikings never, even when the, the Raiders started to come back, it never fully felt like the Vikings had lost control. Um, but in my opinion, from what from the, what I have seen, I didn't see the entire game, but from what I have seen in the game, the, the most important thing was the, the Vikings won it in the trenches on defense. Mm-hmm. The, the, the D-line and um, the, the box guys were really sort of putting the pressure on that um, that Raiders offense, particularly in the first half, and then the other way around when it comes to that Vikings run game, and when it comes to, to getting the protection that they needed to get that passing game going, they just sort of they won that battle, won that chess game. Yeah, big time. And I think that's just as you say, it's they always win the important sort of things. Uh, the Vikings, that defense for me is just so solid. Yeah, I think it's gone so. I think it's gone so under the radar all the way through the season. With the Vikings, you don't you don't really think, oh yeah, this player's a superstar. This player's just stand out. They're just such a good team. A good unit. Yeah, and you can't, you, you know, you can have you can have your your great running backs, your great quarterbacks, but if you say if the unit a unit is better than a player, always, and that's exactly what Vienna are, and they're not slowing down. To be, they, they've not. It's it's so because there's not many times where you go, oh wow, that was amazing. But you look at the score and it's oh yeah, Vienna are up by ten. That's happened. That's come out of not not that it's not come out of nowhere, but they just gradually just wear away it seems. But yeah, those were all the games uh, over the two weeks. Kind of nice to slow down a little bit in the league. We do like watching football, but. When it when it slows down a bit, it gives us a bit of time to look into every team a bit more, uh, which we don't usually get to to do when when the season is up and running. Uh, Craig, we are going to look at what we've got going on next week in the ELF, the six games. Yeah, so next week, first game on the Saturday, we've got the Fire traveling to Barcelona to take on the Dragons. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean. If you look two weeks ago, you just think, oh, it's another game. Yeah, like division rivals, whatever. But now this is everything. The Fire win this, and they are level with the Dragons on record, which is nuts. Yeah, so, I mean, the Dragons are going to be hoping that it was just a bad day at the office, and they're going to try and turn things around and sort of create a little bit more distance here at that second spot. But, like, the the Fire have made a lot of changes. Um, You you know, new QB with JD and... You have a lot of coaching changes and personnel and stuff. You you know, you'd hope that they're going to try and sort of make a make a push towards the back end of the season to catch them, like you said. So it could be quite a quite a competitive game. Yeah, for sure. Um, next game, and I, this is an interesting one. Gone. No, you go for it, actually. No, go on. Well, I I had a list as well, but I don't know if it's in the same order as okay. yours. Okay, so go on. Who's you go? I had Galaxy at Panthers. Yes, yeah, that's that's the game I have next. Cool. So. I am really looking forward to this one. Uh, I think it's it's intriguing. I mentioned uh, earlier that I think uh, no matter who you are, going into Rutslab is a tough ask. Uh, the Panthers got a nice win. The Galaxy also got a nice win. There's a lot more. The Panthers are technically, the Panthers are still in the in the playoff race. If they win, they go same record as the Galaxy. And we, we'd say yeah. the Galaxy is definitely in the in the playoff race. Uh, so both teams have got a lot, lot to go for. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to make predictions quite yet because I want to see what happens with the the roster moves and everything. Uh, but yeah, I think this is. 
there's a lot of, of good games yeah. of the weekend, but it's, it's, it's just one, one of, of the one of the best fixtures of last year. It was obviously two of the sort of the bigger. Um, more successful teams last season really going at each other. So you think that there's a little bit of a competitive rivalry there. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm hoping that the both teams really turn up and it could be a, could be quite a, a, a competitive game. Yeah, I tell you what though, it is. It's, I, I think this is more important for the Galaxy. I'm just having a look. So uh, next, so we got these games, then we got the bye week, and then after that, the Galaxy are playing Vienna. So if the Galaxy lose this game. Look, who knows what happens in two weeks times a lot can happen it's, but you would expect them to lose to Vienna as well it's in Poland as well so they're, they're, they're travelling out away from home where the Panthers are like you said the, the stronger yeah. hole it's um, it's going to it's tough this is a real crucial point uh, for the reigning champs so we'll see if they are the reigning champs and well sorry obviously they are the reigning champs but you know if they've really got that in them then they'll go out and win this game and they'll keep their season going. Uh, it's huge. This, this, yeah, this defines them, I think. Craig, what's the next game? Next game of Rams at Hamburg. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the, 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 Rams have, the Rams have turned a corner, we believe. But it's a bloody hard place to go. Yeah, that's, a, it's, yeah, that's going to be a tough, tough game for them. Um, like you said, Hamburger sort of steamrolling people at the minute, going in, going and playing away from home against a team like that that are sort of on a roll. Um, it's going to be tough, tough test for the Rams. Yeah, yeah, it will be difficult, but you know, you never know. We thought there was no chance they'd beat the the Dragons. Yeah, we used to say it can't happen again. Exactly that. Exactly that. Uh, what is our fourth? The fourth game? Yeah, so this was one I'm really looking forward to. It is the Raiders travelling out to Leipzig to take on the Kings. Mm. So I think it's two teams that, yeah, in our in our rankings and stuff, we've had the, the Raiders um, sort of in that sort of slightly higher tier than we have the Kings. But I think after what I've seen last week from the Kings, if they come up with that same energy and that same fight in them as they did against the Thunder. So I don't think there's a huge amount of daylight between the likes of like the Raiders and the Galaxy and the Fire to the... Um, to the likes of the Kings and, and to the Thunder. Um, mm. Yeah, I think this could be a really a really good game. Yeah, I agree. This game was kind of... When they played a couple of weeks ago, uh, El Hendy was starting at QB and he had a, he had a, a poor start, even he'll admit that. Uh, I think he threw two inceptions straight away and the, the Raiders got to... I think they were 28 nothing up in the first quarter or something like that, or the first half. Uh, so the Kings didn't stand a chance, and then they they kind of improved in the second half. So if they can channel that set that they were like in the second half there, and of course they've now got Miller at QB. There's a definite chance that the the Kings could win this if they if they turn up. But I feel like I say that every week. I feel yeah, like um, I say that every week. We you know we we said that at the beginning of the season. Now the teams are coming back around, and it's getting a bit later in the season. There's a lot more film available on these teams that you didn't have at the beginning of the season. So now is the time when you're going to start seeing the the teams that have been able to watch film, break it down properly, the better coach teams, um, better game plan teams. Um, so it it could shake things up a bit. But yeah, I've done it. I'm something about this game. I just you know I, I could end up eating my words here, but I think this could be a really close really good competitive game yeah the, the next game that we've got though I don't know how competitive this one's going to be uh, so yeah you've got the, the best in the league against the the team that's probably struggling arguably 
the most at the moment. Um, yeah. I think, you know, not scoring any points against the Panthers and getting beat like that against the Panthers, this could be... Um, I mean, you don't know. They could probably they could yeah. do the Rams like they did against Barcelona, but this could be um, a tough one to watch for the, for the Surge fans. They could, and we got to remember, though, the Surge did take the Galaxy to OT in Stuttgart a couple of weeks ago. So they they they've got a chance. I just think Vienna is a, a different beast, and it's a it's a horrible conference for the for the surge. So you have Vienna, the Raiders, and the yeah. Galaxy. It's a very it's strong, very yeah. strong conference. You know, it's not nice having them turn up on your doorstep three times a year. So it's just one of those where look, do you try out new things? We've got the bye week next week. It's, you haven't really got much to lose here, and then next uh, next game the surge play. They've got to go to the Raiders. It's no, it's. I was going to say try some things. That's a more of a winnable game, uh, but I think it's just going to be a bit of experiment time with a new head coach for them. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, back end of the season, you've got nothing to play for now. Like yeah, like you said, do do some weird and wacky things. Try some maybe some. Lower depth chart guys, throw them in there and plug them in. Try some maybe different formations, different plays, yeah. like mix things up a bit to see what works, what doesn't work. Uh, you know, now they've got this opportunity to experiment and start planning for for next season. Yeah, there you go. There's a loud motorbike flying past there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, last game, Centurions Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I think, I don't. Thunder are looking really good at the moment and strong on defense, but. My hope is that the the Centurions can find that early season form he had and break this this snowball and down the hill slump that they're on at the yeah. moment and pick things up and snap it and um, bring it back a bit. I tell you what, I I, I feel like I, I made, talking about prediction. I think the Thunder are going to win this. I just think that defense up against the yeah. Centurions O line is just going to be no match. But the Thunder go to five and three here. Uh, you look. You look at the the two teams that they're level with, which is crazy to talk about this. Like considering three, four weeks ago, it didn't look like it was going to happen. Even though both these teams had a poor start in the Raiders and the Galaxy, you know the, we got mentioned the Galaxy go to uh, to Poland and the Raiders have got to go to Leipzig. The the Thunder could be sitting in that fourth playoff yeah, spot on five wins. Yeah, yeah, they could. Obviously, it depends what with the fire as well. Uh, but there's every possibility that they could be sitting there going into the bye week feeling good about themselves. So, yeah, interesting stuff. We'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know what, how it would work out in terms of point difference and stuff. But if the Dragons lose and they win, they could potentially take that third place spot. Yeah, if, there's if all, the Dragons are only on five wins at the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. They they could even do that. It's, it's nuts because the dragons would then become the fourth. I, th- I think that's how it goes. I've heard very conflicting things. I know initially I thought it was just the best second place was fourth, but then I was told that say the that's best second place points. had the second best record league wide. They would go. So at yeah. the moment points for the dragons are five points ahead. That's it. Just five points. Five points. So if, you know, if the um, if the Thunder have a slightly more convincing win than the Dragons do, and if the Dragons don't win, um, yeah, they could jump up to that third place spot behind Hamburg and, and Vienna. Yeah, there's there's a say. Yeah, the Thunder could be in those playoffs. But it's crazy. Berlin had like a 
I think they were a team that didn't get a whole lot of hype last season, which surprises me coming from such a big city. Yeah. Um, but they, they had a quietly good defense last year, I thought. Like they were they were fairly strong. Um they've obviously had that there and really improved that. And then they've brought in Kyle Kitchens, which is yeah. best probably one of the best defensive players last year. You know, bringing him in on your on well, your defense yeah. is really gonna help. He was defensive MVP, wasn't he? So yeah, it's, it's a hell of a signing to bring in. But I'm looking forward to those games, they're gonna be good. It's a it's a good good slate. Uh, right, so we've added those in because I think we, we we look forward to next games because we're releasing this on a Thursday, uh, which is obviously a bit later than we usually do. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of preview is, is always good fun to do. Power rankings, the main event, Craig. Uh, yeah, it's time to do these. So so last week I run through them, and so we didn't do any after week seven because only six teams played. Uh, so we were waiting to do them after week eight. So we had Vikings first, Dragons second, Sea Devils third, Raiders fourth, Fire fifth, Galaxy sixth, Thunder seventh, Panthers eighth, Kings ninth, Centurions tenth, Surge eleventh, and the Rams twelfth. Yeah. So by tradition, we always start from the bottom. Okay. Uh, so we haven't heard what Adam. I don't think so. Now Adam hasn't. Adam is uh, enjoying himself away. So he's not come back with his power rankings. So it's, but it's me, you and Tim. Me, Sorry, you and Tim. And I think we were conclusive with our 12th and 11th. Yeah. You, if teams won a game, they can't be below a team that hasn't won a game. So yeah. Surge 12th, Rams 11th. I was, yeah, it's hard to argue that. So, you yeah. know, Sage, of, uh, the, you know, Sage have just lost after not scoring a point and the Rams have just took down. The, the team that was at number two last week, you can't, we can't really not. Yeah. For me, at tenth up to seventh, I, th- I don't think there's a change. With the Centurions tenth, and they got they got battered. With the Kings ninth, they had a slightly not as bad loss. They they showed signs of life. Yeah, uh, we got the Panthers eighth. They won. Uh, they yeah. won convincingly, but against our twelfth team. Uh, we have the Thunder seventh. I think the Thunder are, are now starting to break slightly away from that group. I think, I think they're kind of at the bottom of this next group of teams. I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm I'm waiting to see how the Panthers do this week against the Galaxy. Okay. If the Panthers keep this quite close or pull out the win, then yeah, I would argue that them and the Thunder are starting to pull away. Yeah, true. If the, Panther, if the Panthers can't pull it out, or if they do get stomped on, then yeah, I would argue that the the funder then have sort of broke away into that sort of top top tier pack. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. No, I, I do agree with that one. Actually, thinking it back, so it's the kind of two of them. Um, sixth, we did have the Galaxy here. I would personally, I would move them up. And I, at sixth, I would have the fire. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. The fire just they've just been a bit bit wobbly. I think the I think the galaxy's ceiling is a lot higher. And yeah. for me, that that's why I would put them in. I would if they would. I know they've already played. They're going to play again soon. But I just think the galaxy are a better team. I think with all the changes they've made there, obviously they've got JJ in, he's a new QB. There's going to be some growing pains. Um, yeah, I think that sort of just, for me, drops them down potentially a little bit in terms of, like you said, that sort of in 
what I would expect to be their ceiling to be at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I could be wrong. Jaden's a very capable QB. They've got a very capable head coach. Mm. They, could, yeah. they, could, they could do a Rams and sort of just completely flip it. True. It's very, very true. Um, cool. So, fifth. this uh, there, is, there is up for debate here. Um, it's, I think it's the, it's the Raiders or the, the Galaxy. Mark... <laughs> And uh, my 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 personal opinion is the Galaxy then fifth Raiders fourth purely because these two played each other about three or four weeks ago and the Raiders won. Yeah, they're on the same record. The Raiders did just lose to the Vikings. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough game, and before that they had won four games in a row. So Tim Tim had it. Galaxy four Raiders five. I would agree with. You, I would have Raiders five. Um, no, no, yeah, I would, yeah, <laughs> I'd agree with you. I'd have Raiders four, Galaxy five at the moment. Yeah, I, I t- but I tell that you is why. tough. Like, I, you could, you could argue the point either way, and yeah. I would, yeah, I would like, I wouldn't argue with you. This would be one of the ones where I'd probably put them equal, but I think we already have the Raiders fourth, and we had the Galaxy sixth. I think last week's power rankings. To carry over and have a bit of an effect, I I don't see a reason to swap them. I think the point that you made of the Raiders did defeat the Galaxy the last time that they played them has to. It's hard not to take that into account. Yeah, it. I mean, it was it was in um, in Innsbruck, but I just think yeah, it was a. It's one of those things. It's a bit of a tiebreaker, really. Yeah. I was using it to put the the far ahead of the Galaxy for so long when that was week one, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I'm happy with that. Sorry, Tim. Uh, you've been over overrun there. Sorry, Tim. And then I, I think the top three is also quite ex- self-explanatory. Yeah, so I would have Dragons dropping down to three, Sea Devils hopping up to two, and Vikings still at number one. Yeah, I think that's fair. We, we mentioned that the, the Dragons was an off day. But you did lose to the Rams. It's it's quite a big thing, and this and the Sea Devils ever since the Barcelona loss have been. It's incredible. put them. It's put them on the back foot now, because um, Hamburg are now have now pulled a game ahead of them. Yeah, exactly that. Records come into it. Yes, the Dragons did beat the Sea Devils, but this defeat by the two it's two defeats in a row as well. Its form comes into it. I know. Yes, you lost to the Vikings. Big game. But losing to the Rams, you know, that's going to hurt. So I'm I'm happy with that, and I think Tim totally agreed as well. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't overreact too much and move the Dragons down anymore. I don't think that's fair because they've been so solid for the first. Even against the Vikings, they were extremely good. They've been good for six out of seven games. Yeah, I think that again that two and three spot are pretty close. But I think with recent form and um. It's tough to, like I said, taking record into account as well. Mm. Now, um, it's tough not to sort of to flip them, um, and have sea devils or two now. Yeah, I, t- I tell you what, though, what's always when we put these out, uh, the biggest thing that we've always had is why we rank the sea devils so highly, and I've never understood that. I've always been very impressed by the sea devils, but it's also sea devils' own fans that say the same it's, thing. It's, yeah, it, the Sea Devils are surprised we have them so high and they're surprised that they're so high. But I mean, the games and the records speak yeah. for themselves. I think their style of football, like I said earlier, you know, just repeating myself, they, 
the, the you know they control the clock. They have a good running game. It's pick your poison against them. If they can keep that up till the end of the season, they're going to be a very tough team to beat. The other thing I pick up on from what we get in terms of just comments and stuff that seems to come through a lot is how low we have the galaxy. Yeah, I don't care about that. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm <laughs> we get we get quite a lot of hate from galaxy fans saying that we have them too low. They have moved up now. Yeah. I think the only thing you can now argue is if it's them and the Raiders, but they're not. They've they've not they've not been that impressive this season. They just haven't. They've not been consistent enough. Yeah, they seem to have struggled a bit more than they did last season. Yeah, definitely, and that's and I think that's the thing. We we also have this expectation of them. Yeah, which I think will probably hinder them. Yeah, it's not going to help with how we perceive them. But at the end of the day. They've not been on like a, a winning run, really, or they, they seem to get going and they'll then they'll lose. And yeah, you just can't trust them. Well, no, we may have them at five, but we've just said, and Tim, Tim had them at four. We've just agreed yeah. that you could make a case for them to be in a four. And totally. to be honest, I wouldn't really argue the point too much. I wouldn't like sort of stamp my foot and refuse. Like I'd say, okay, like let's see where you yeah. come from. They are two two quite close teams that I think are sort of on that sort of similar level at the moment i think with coaching personnel and talent they've got they should yeah. be in that top three they they should yeah, they just haven't definitely. shown it on the pitch and i understand what people mean by that they say hold on like you know we've got this guy this guy this guy like we've got coach k yeah you do and obviously that <laughs> that makes you one of the best teams but it's on the pitch that matters yeah anyways i hope that hasn't pissed off too many galaxy fans <laughs> probably yes we're probably gonna... <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, we could probably, yeah, it, it happens every week. Uh, and sorry, Sea Devil fun. fans, you know, we've put you, we've put you even higher now. <laughs> yes. um, so sorry to disappoint as well, but you know, <laughs> we'll put you 10 next week. <laughs> Promise. Um, Craig, I think that's everything. We said it was going to be a short one. It's not been a short one at all. We've, no, yeah. We we've talked for a long yeah. time. I um, think we've been locked in the closet and just sort of left, left in the dark corner yeah. of the room for too long and now's our time to shine down. exactly yeah we've got, got a lot boys. to say yeah uh anyway yeah thank you everyone for listening um go check out a few things uh first down fantasy football uh fan- first down fantasy football.com great fantasy football that we play every week yeah. it's great fun I, um, I i hold my hand up at my first attempt to at play in that this week oh, yeah. very first team i submitted was wrong <laughs> It happens to the best of us, Craig. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Don't worry. I was, about I was it. so focused on not putting too many imports in that I put too many players from the same team in. Yeah, it's it's difficult, and it's always thing is it's always <laughs> I had too many Ryan Fire players once, and I think people were asking me why did you have too many Ryan Fire players? <laughs> Who knows? It You've made playoffs sometimes. though. I I seen the post pop up on the Instagram the other have day. I, yeah, I, you, I, Adam and Tim have all made their um, the playoffs for it. Okay, so now it's serious. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to have a little look and uh, make sure I get my uh, my stats in check to make sure. Oh, I'd love to play up against one of Adam or Tim. That would be brilliant. Um, our socials, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, they're all above, but Twitter and Instagram is at TAFS underscore UK. Uh, Facebook is that American Football Show. Gregor's groups, you got an ELF group on there. Yeah, so one group I, I would recommend just looking up is European League of Football fan zone. They do have fan zones for particular teams, so join them if you want to join like-minded fans. But if you just want general content and a good mix of everyone and a bit of debate and stuff, it's run by the, the football guys. Um, 
I, I do rate that group highly. It's yeah. good for news and, and good for discussions and, and for a bit of chatting there. Yeah, make sure to check out football as well. They're they're brilliant. If especially if you're a German speaker as well. They um I think they I think they actually had just had Coach K on their their live show today. Uh so check that out if you can. I think they're on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. You you you'll see them uh if you if you look at our Twitter anyway. Um if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you go and check out our Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on there as well. So if you just want to listen, you haven't got time to watch video, you're in the car, whatever, check out Spotify. Also, if you're on Spotify, check out our YouTube, cross-channel it, and yeah, and have yeah. fun with it. You can either listen. I mean, I've got more of a face for radio, so I'm probably better to listen to um, than I am to sit and than to look at. But yeah, whatever your preference. If you want to sit and watch us talk, you can. If you would rather just sit and listen to us in the car, if that's yeah. more of your thing, then yeah, go I'd for do. It. Yeah, either or would do. Um, we're listen, very, listen, we're very grateful. Yeah. Listen to me, Em, um, a lot. <laughs> yeah listen if you've never heard a scouse accent before there you go there it is get learning so if you want to visit liverpool and and go to anfield i assume you won't be wanting to go to goodison uh but if you want to go to anfield yeah you, you'll need to understand what everyone's saying um yeah if you want to leave feedback on youtube uh spotify whatever that'd be great thank you very much uh yeah. we really appreciate it um yeah that that is everything craig anything else that you want to say uh, yeah just please like comment share get in touch like you know we love it when you just get in touch and drop us an email or drop us a comment on one whatever platform you choose and um, we do our best to get back to you and we do like to have a little chat about it ourselves any points that get thrown our way get put and um, get put to the rest of the guys and we do have a, a discussion about them ourselves so it's always nice to sort of get get that back from people so yeah and then any likes comments share it out to people whatever like it all it all helps us in the end we appreciate appreciate the people that are sort of getting involved with us at the moment absolutely well said uh yeah can't put it any better myself we'll uh, we'll end on that thanks for listening again everyone uh make sure to check out our friends at ep sports for all your nfl or equipment needs and we will see you next week <laughs> <laughs>